Welcome to The Rumor Mill, everyone, your weekly pop culture news guide. I'm your host, Spencer. And I'm your host, Lexi. And it is time for our hot topics. But as always, before we get into that, we need to talk about our TRM song of the week. So because Whitney Houston, um, her estate... Yeah, I love Whitney. um, Her estate uh, recently launched the hologram tour of her, which is, I think, one of like the first hologram tours of any singer. How do you feel about a hologram tour? Honestly, I would not pay to see it i'm not gonna lie i feel like it's basically just like watching a music video in person (laughs) it's true and i I don't know it's kind of cool like if you look up the videos um a lot of fans are divided but anyway so in light of that our song of the week is a whitney song and it is i learned from the best i love that song i know it's a really that was like her r&b face Mm -hmm. it's a really good song i would argue whitney's the greatest I know, yeah. to ever live which we talked about a little bit last week yeah i i think so i think so definitely you just can't there's no way you can listen to Whitney and not love her. Like, even if her music's not your speed, you can't listen to Whitney and be like, and not oh, she's not it. talented. Like, yeah. she's yeah. the best. There's no one better than Whitney. So that's our song of the week. Check it out. And uh, it's time for our hot topics. Yeah. So take it away. So rumor has it that Lady Gaga has announced six dates for her Chromatica Ball world tour, yeah. um, which are the first day is in Paris, which is romantic, uh, in July. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it starts this summer. Um, a lot of fans, including myself, um, aren't super happy because it's six dates. Yeah. I don't know why she's not doing more. It's literally... Six dates. Yeah. I just Two like in it's... Europe and three in... Four. Oh, four. No, no, no. It's three in the US and then one in Canada. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. North yeah. America. How would we say that? North America, yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like it's Lady Gaga. It's like, too short. Did her last tour not? No, I she's her always done. Fantastic. Yeah, she's always done huge tours. Um, I have a theory because um, she announced all these dates are like stadiums. So like big, like football field stadiums, like the biggest venues she's ever like announced. Gotcha. And so I'm thinking maybe is her label testing the bigger venues out to see if they sell well. And if they do, they'll announce more dates. And if they don't, maybe they'll like downgrade it. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. Probably, because I can't imagine that her whole tour yeah, that would, would be just so be six weird. days. That would just not make sense. Um, and she's not even playing in New York, which is where she's from. I mean, I can't imagine her not playing Madison Square Garden or California. Yeah, like there's just or so South many America. places. Yeah, there's so many places that I would assume that she would visit. I don't know. It, it kicks off in July. I would definitely go see it if she came here. I've already seen her. I saw her a few years ago on the Joanne World Tour. Yeah, I want And you were supposed to go with me. I know, I was supposed to go with you, and I was too broke, and I couldn't afford it, and I begged my mom to give me money so I could go, and she was like, no. <laughs> She's like, I'm <laughs> well, not paying for you to go see Lady Gaga. And I was like, why? I will, I'm going to go see her again. If she, I, I, I love hope she comes again. here. If she comes here, then I'm definitely going to go see her. She always usually comes here. Yeah. So, so undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. She'll announce more dates. Well, that's yeah. exciting. Well, speaking of tours, actually, Justin Bieber's having some issues with his upcoming tour, his Changes World Tour, which was announced, I think, a few months ago when his new album came out. Um, so it's a stadium tour. So a lot of artists lately are announcing stadium tours. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if you're not, I, I think Lady Gaga could sell out a stadium. I do. Yeah. Um, if you're not Maybe. Beyonce or Lady Gaga or Jay-Z then Justin Bieber's certainly not going to be able to sell at a stadium. Well, I feel like Justin used to be able to sell at a stadium I don't know. Tour. I just don't think he's, like... But I, he's just not as big now as he used to arenas, be. Arenas, I think, are... I think that arenas, like, a lot of artists today are, you know, selling out arenas. 
and they keep wanting to push for more, which is great. But if you're at a level in your career where you can sell out arenas, you won't always be at that level. You'll have to do more intimate venues. So while you can sell out arenas, sell out what you know you can sell out. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't been on tour for like two or three years. So I think to kind of dive in and do like a big stadium tour is not a great idea. And uh, it's not really going super well. So um, because of coronavirus concerns which that's the official statement Mm -hmm. um so far eight of the tour dates it's a 45 date north american tour eight of the dates have been downgraded to arenas how many people are at the arenas though well, I think arenas are usually around 10,000, 12,000, 14,000 yeah, people. Yeah, see, if it was really coronavirus concern, like the CDC, at, yeah, least, exactly. at least where we are, is saying that we're limiting yeah. gatherings to like less than 250 people. Yeah, and Madonna so... actually, um, in Europe, she just had to cancel the last two dates of her uh, Madame X tour in Paris because the authorities wouldn't let her have a gathering that was over a thousand people yeah so that's where it's like if it's really about the coronavirus you would still be having ten thousand people in the same space so that's the that's you know the the technical difficulties type official reason yeah um you know the other reason is you know people are theorizing well it's probably not selling well in those dates and he's downgraded downgrading it um maybe the other dates are selling well i'm not sure i haven't really done that much research into um how much is sold and tickets and yeah, but if that, he's not but... going to make more than he's going yeah. to cost to rent out the venue on that day, then and, there's no point. And huge stadiums obviously would cost a lot to rent out, and you need a bigger stage. You need more accommodations. It would be so expensive if you can't sell it out, then you call it coronavirus concerns, and I guess you downgrade the venues to smaller venues so you can sell out. I guess. Which, if he can sell it in an arena, do it. Like, I wish him the best. Yeah, good luck, Justin. Other artists, though, are like canceling or postponing their shows too. Like Mariah Carey is postponing her Hawaii show to November. And then Louis Tomlinson is postponing his show. Avril Lavigne is not going to Asia at all. Yeah. She canceled her whole Asian tour. Like Green Day is not going to Asia or they're postponing their show in Asia. I think it's just crazy how everyone is freaking out so much. Like they're like, there's shortages of masks and toilet paper and sanitizer. And I'm thinking to myself, this isn't as bad. Like there's the flu causes more deaths. So why is everyone freaking out over coronavirus? I mean, it's bad. People yeah. are really sick and it's, there's no cure, but I feel like everyone's kind of making a really big deal out of it. I think that's true to an extent. However, the thing is, is that, and I, I'm, this is the statistic that I have been told. I haven't had a chance to fully double check it yet. So don't like you know, take out the grain take of salt. Heart, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a doctor, but what I heard is that the hospitalization rate for Corona oh, is okay. one in five, which is huge, huge yeah. for anything. Um, but the thing is, is that like, it really is only adversely affecting those who are immunocompromised and those who are like over the age of 80. Underlying health yeah. issues. So and... if you're like over 60, you're at risk. Well, no, you're 50, more... 50 people in their fifties have died, but they, they have underlying yeah. health yeah. concerns. So the people who are the most at risk to die are those who are over 80, at least that's what the CDC said. Um, and there's somewhere between 34 and 38 states that have, um, reported over 500 cases with those with the most Whoa. cases being uh, California and Washington. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So, you know, watch out, I guess. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, like I understand people are being concerned about it, but again, it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like 
they're just saying don't wear masks at all because and also the ones that you can like buy at the store are even worse because they hardly filter anything is there any kind of mask that actually works i don't know of any but i also haven't really been looking into any because i don't i bought 10 i literally just went online don't use them no like like really nice filtered masks and i bought myself like like, this big thing of like hand sanitizer and it's in my car that's nice yeah but is the mask did you check is the mask gonna filter what you're breathing in or is it only filtering what you're breathing out well, I hope because I bought 10 of them. So <laughs> It's we'll probably see. only filtering what you're breathing out, not what you're breathing in. Well, Unless you want to walk um, around with like a gas mask on. Good luck to me. I, honestly, <laughs> if we get to that point, if we get to that point, hey, it all goes out the window. So on to our next hot topic. Uh, rumor has it supermodel Ashley Graham uh, is receiving kind of like backlash and mixed reactions on social media after she posted a photo of herself changing her baby's dirty diaper in a staple store aisle like in the middle of the public aisle which i wouldn't want to walk past but um wendy williams was accused of mommy shaming her on her show earlier this week when she said that it sets a bad example for moms in public like not to have some sort of like a standard or etiquette which i understand but you know dirty diapers aren't that big of a deal you know all parents of newborns have to deal with them But at the same time, have some discretion in public. Like, don't do it in the middle of the public aisle. I feel like that, and then posting on social media about it, I feel like is a little bit overboard. I personally wouldn't want to walk past that in a store. I would be in a store. Yeah, but that's why there's changing tables. They don't have one. That's what she's saying. Is there's no bathroom? There was no bathroom. That she said. She said, um, you know. Blank just got real. First diaper blow up while running errands with no restroom in sight. Thank God I remembered to put the changing mat in the diaper bag. So that's what you're saying. There wasn't a restroom. It's not like she was just decided like, oh, I'm just going to change my baby's diaper in the middle of the, the aisle for gross. no reason. I think it's gross. I personally, if I was well, walking yeah, down the staples. Yeah, poop is gross, but we all poop. No, but if I was walking down the staples aisle, I'd be like, um, could she have not like been like, okay, we're going to run home really quick or we're going to stop at this bathroom Obviously, over here. Obviously, you've never been around a baby. I'm 18 years old, so no. <laughs> I just... Babies are, they cry, and they get all upset, and they get fussy, and True. it's like, 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 dude, just shut up, like, I'll just change your diaper, you know? It's like... Yeah, I understand that thing. And it's like, I mean, how would you feel if you had to sit in your pile well, of your own crap I wouldn't remember because time? I would no, be a you'd baby. you'd be uncomfortable. You'd be uncomfortable. Okay, I, you'd be you know what? crying and fussing. I agree with that. What I don't agree with is her having to put it on social media. I think it makes her an attention bleep. I disagree. You can fill in the, the last part. I think that she's I think just, she, I think she's just being open about the real part of being a mom. Which I respect, but at the same time, you know, a few days ago, even she posted a video of herself pumping breast milk, which isn't an uncommon occurrence for a new mom, but she did it in the back of like an Uber, like an Uber ride. I don't know, videotaping yourself and putting it on social media. It's a bit much. It literally hurts if you don't do it. And if she's got to go to, a, like, a meeting or a photo shoot or some busy schedule, she's not going to have any other time to do it. Yeah, but if I look, if I was that Uber driver and I looked back, I'd be like, could you not do that in the back of my car? Like, it's a normal thing that, like, any woman who has a child, like, has to do. That's great. But not in my car, like, in the back of my car and I don't even know you. And, like, I'm looking back in the rear view and, like, there you are and, like, we're waving. And I would be uncomfortable if it was in my car. Like in the back of my car. Because it's like a public rideshare service and she's paying for it, yes, but I don't know. It would make me uncomfortable if I was the driver. I don't know. I just feel like if we just need, I just feel like we need to normalize those kind of things because it's like, 
but you know, like it's not, a na- it's a normal part of human life and I don't think that like I understand that you're uncomfortable with it and like I respect that you're uncomfortable with it and I don't want to like forcibly make oh, people I'm uncomfortable, uncomfortable but like, I mean, with the, like what she's doing just the public situation that you're in I just feel like have we should some get, etiquette I I just feel like we should get to a point where like from the beginning it's just not something that people are ever uncomfortable with at all it's just like oh yeah you know like yeah but there's in public or like etiquette in society that you have that you present yourself to society. You don't want to put on like a fake facade, but you can't let yourself all hang out and wear pajamas to Walmart and like go to work with messy hair. And like, you have to have some sort of etiquette. Yeah, it's called etiquette. Yeah, Look it up. But like, there's a difference between choosing not to brush your hair and being like, I'm going to be in physical pain if I don't like pump out my breast milk. I don't know. For me, it would be uncomfortable, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with what she's doing. It's a natural, normal thing. It's just have some discretion in public. I, is my opinion. I'm a little bit more old fashioned where I'm I, a little more like, woo, progressive. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of where we differ. But, um, I mean, like I don't hold anything like against her. I think she's probably a great mom. It's just, I don't know. We differ in opinion. Yeah. We're, we just have, I'm more progressive and you're more old fashioned. Yeah. We compliment each other. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, on to our next story. Rumor has it that Amanda Bynes and her fiance, Paul Michael have called off their engagement after three weeks, which to be honest, That's I don't crazy. think I don't think anyone's surprised. Honestly, I don't know because they allegedly might be back together. No. After really? announcing their breakup one day after, Amanda posted a photo of them together on her Instagram and uh, captioned it "My love." And then Paul, her fiance, released some sort of a statement saying both of their accounts were hacked and that all the pictures of each other were taken off of both accounts. And that's why it looked like they were broken up. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's if you're going to lie and give us an excuse, come up with something better. Like a hacker figured out a way to hack into both of your accounts and targeted only pictures of both of you together. Yeah. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they're like... backtracking and they probably really separate. I, I, I think it's probably a problematic I, you know, I hope for the best for them. Yeah. But, like, I hope she's happy. Yeah. Whether it's with him or without him, but I don't know. I mean, my parents got married after knowing each other for four days. And really? They, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. They knew each other for four days, um, drove to Vegas, got married in a drive through wedding place. <gasps> Vicki Gunvalson's daughter did that. Oh, really? In, in Vegas. <laughs> and she was so mad because she didn't get to plan the wedding. Yeah, well, that's where my, they had, like, two witnesses. It was my dad's mom and my dad's best friend, and that was it. Oh, my gosh. And then they, my my dad was in the military at the time, so he went on a deployment for eight months, and then my mom quit her job up here and moved down with his family, and that was that, who she'd never met before. And they're still married, so, Good you know, for crazy them. things can happen, but yeah. just told y'all a little bit of my personal life, so. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that, like, so it was confirmed or announced on TMZ that they had separated. Um, but Amanda's actually under a conservatorship like Britney Spears is, and her mm-hmm. mom is in charge of it and told the public that she wouldn't let them get married because she doesn't approve of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amanda it was actually insane. If I was, well, I don't think that she's like, like, well, yeah, like, I don't think she's off her rocker, but, um, she went to court the other day to do a hearing about her conservatorship and she kind of wanted it pulled back or changed or um, she kind of wanted to ask questions about it. And uh, the judge advised, allegedly, that she check herself into a psychiatric hospital because she wasn't doing super well in oh. the head department. Oh. Um, well, supposedly, according to her own Instagram, she's been sober for over a year now, which yeah, is fantastic so good for, her. for her. So proud of her for that. That's an incredibly difficult thing to do. Um, 
I don't know. What do you What do you think about like? Do you think that they're split up or do you think they're together? I think honestly, I think it's both. I think they you split really, up. Do? I think they definitely split up, and then they deleted everything. And then it was one of those things where it's a like, hacker, like, oh no, in. I'm so sorry. I wish yeah. I hadn't done that. And now they're kind of back together, maybe, or like thinking about it, considering yeah. it. Well, she posted a photo and captured it, my love. Well, if it was a not, if it wasn't a mutual breakup and he called it off with her, then it would be, oh, she could maybe just like... be posting it as like, I'm pining after you, like you're still the love of my life type thing. Oh, well, that's allegedly, something I would do. <laughs> allegedly, you would not. Come on. I've done something You're not that, that crazy. I've, I've, oh, I've definitely done stuff. I've done worse stuff than that before. So she, um, Actually, I don't know who allegedly broke up with who. There's different stories that she broke up with him. And then there's another story that he broke up with her because her conservatorship was kind of getting in the way and and she needs to chuck herself into a psychiatric hospital. And I mean, all those rumors, who really Mm -hmm. knows what's going on? Yeah. Um, I mean, if they're meant to be together, then that's good for them. And if they're not, then I wouldn't make it public, especially because she has a reputation that she does. Yeah, I think... I think she needs to step out of the yeah. public eye and focus Get off on social herself media. a little bit. Yeah, no, for sure. I think she needs to focus on what's best for mental health. And from personal experience, social media isn't usually the best I thing I love for that. social media. <laughs> well, I love social media, but I'm just saying, like, posting about your own personal yeah, life yeah, isn't yeah, necessarily yeah. the best thing. Try to, like, keep out of the public eye. Especially because the more scrutinized you feel by other people, yeah. the less helpful it is. Yeah, especially if you're a public figure. And she just posted something the other day. Um, where she was complaining about the paparazzi and that she thinks they're photoshopping her photos. Um, so if you think that, then, well, I can understand why she's using Instagram though, because it's her getting her voice out and she has a platform to do that. But at the same time, I would get off social media if I was her. Um, I feel like she, I feel like, you know, with something that's as, as intimate as a, as a romantic relationship, at least for the time being, maybe she should keep that aspect of her life off of it. Because the only thing it's going to do is, like, if it's going well, then people are still going to be criticizing it. If it's going badly, people are still going to be criticizing it. So I don't... I feel like it's probably in her best interest. Even if she wants to post about other things, she doesn't necessarily need to get off social media entirely. But, like, I think at least not posting more about him or them or like deleting things of them yeah like maybe oh no the but best a hacker choice. deleted it lexi a hacker who knows, who knows? um and that face tattoo Ooh. i know. i don't like it i don't like it she tattooed she has two tattoos on her face one of a heart below her eye it's actually pretty on her big it's pretty big um and then she has a little one above her eyebrow it's horrible i hate it i you know i'm also not the biggest fan of it but also there's a lot of tattoos that people get that they are in love with that I would if just she not likes be. it then yeah and also run and with on, it. like I have tattoos that I really love that yeah. people are like what is that what is that and it's like you know what maybe I wanted to get two cats and a bunch of flowers on my calf you know like it's meaningful to me love so, that for you it has a deep meaning behind yeah. it like it's really actually when you look at it it's like people are like oh are those your cats and I'm like <laughs> no and they're like then why would you get it and then I explain to them they're like. Oh okay, that's gosh. actually really profound. And I'm See, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> what is what is two hearts on your face? Well, you know what? It could have to do something Honestly, with, you know, I, with I mean, whatever. maybe it's like a little Harley Quinn thing. Where she's got the little, there you <laughs> little go. Maybe she wants to be heart on her cheek. And she her dyed cheek. her hair black. Which As we all do when we're going through something. I don't know. I just feel like she, she said that she wanted to start acting again. I just don't think that tattooing her face is probably the right route. Well, you can put makeup on it. There's tattoo makeup. That's true. I just think that right now with her being so on social media and... 
I mean, she's getting more press lately than she has in years because of this whole engagement and everything she does on her social media. And I think she should take advantage of it. And if she wants to get back into acting, do that. But she has to be mentally stable first. Yeah, yeah, she does. So I don't know. Good luck, I, I good luck, Amanda. Her, so I feel bad for her. So speaking of relationships, um, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are reportedly back together. Um, TMZ says it's official, like they're officially back together. I don't really believe it unless like they confirm it. Yeah. Um, but apparently they're not seeing anybody else. They're exclusive to each other. Um, they're living in the same house again. So oh wow, I'm thinking he probably moved back into her house. He's Stormy's father, yeah, isn't Stormy's he? Dad, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's good. I mean, I think that's they have gonna a daughter be good. Together, so yeah. So I mean, I mean, if, if it's great, then like that's great for their daughter. Yeah. They if can... they're having a healthy relationship together and they're working things out and being mature, then I think that'll be great for not only them but especially for Stormy. Yeah, for their daughter. But if it's an unhealthy relationship, then get out because there's. That well, why, be I, worse. I don't know why they split up in the first place. I think I read something that was like they rushed into their relationship Probably. and they had Stormy really quickly and then they kind of backed off. They took a break. It's a lot of pressure when you're that yeah. young and you're yeah. trying to play adult and you know you're and they're only in their early 20s exactly so it's like i mean especially because you know he's a recording artist who travels and tours and that's just oh, yeah. incredibly stressful when he's literally got girls throwing themselves at him that's to be true, like yeah oh no i'm gonna not you know there were rumors that he cheated well i would be surprised like he's... i mean but you you're in with a jenner kardashian you have a kid with them you're locked into that family you can never get out and you mess it up. You're with a Jenner and a Karda- or a Kardashian, and you mess it up. Yeah, like, but I mean, like, I mean, I mean status once you isn't ha- gonna fulfill your heart or your body necessarily. True, but I mean, yeah, but if I mean, if I was in a relationship with a Kardashian or you were, then, like, why why would you mess that up? The Kardashians are like an amazing I family. I, I would I, love to be in that family. I wouldn't date somebody for the status, though. That's the thing. I couldn't be well, like no, just because they were famous. Obviously I not. But be like, like, if it happened that like this is really convenient that I'm in love with you and you're a Kardashian, that that's like a dream, dreamland. I love yeah. the Kardashians, so I. I guess I okay if I put it in the perspective perspective of like oh I'm with Michael B Jordan or something then like yeah there you go <laughs> I mean yeah. I would be like no I wouldn't want to mess that up but I'm also I'm not a famous person I'm 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 kind of a nobody versus like he's also famous yet we're not, not famous, famous yet. yet. <laughs> Wendy Williams, we're coming for your talk show spot. This, hey, we wanna, we mark our words. This will we be big Wendy. someday. We don't want to replace Wendy. We just want to. No, we want to like be alongside exactly. Wendy. Exactly. Wendy's like the dream. Yes. Oh, she just announced that um, she her studio audience. She has a live studio audience audience every day, and uh, they're not doing the, they're not allowing people anymore because of coronavirus. He's gonna play laugh tracks. No, they have their. She's having like all of her crew hands and her backstage staff be the live audience because um, they don't want to let people off yeah. on the street because tickets are free to her show. So if I'm ever in New York, I'll be hitting Wendy up. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, they're they're cutting the live studio audience until further notice. So until Dang. this whole thing blows over. Um, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy. And Coachella. Coachella yeah. too is being postponed. This thing is taking over the world. Um, so they actually, Coachella is usually every April. And I think the dates are April 10th through April um, 19th, and they're postponing it. They just announced, I think yesterday or today, that they are postponing it to, I think, October 6th. 6th October and, 9th to the 16th. Oh, October 9th to the 16th. Um, so a lot of people now are like, well, darn, I don't want to go, or I can't go, or I don't know. I think it kind of messes everything up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because it's such a seasonal festival. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, 
I would actually, I would love to go to Coachella one I day. I would not. But, really? No. I am. T- I, I have like a fear of crowds. I hate crowded groups of people. I feel like it's really unsafe. Like I like. Ugh, oh, I'm fine it. with it. The thing is, is that I just don't like people touching me without my permission. That's but I true. think that's just anybody. Well, that's like, that's well, Coachella. It's, like, it's a huge big no, but mosh I mean, okay. Pit of well, if it's like I don't mind being in a mosh pit. I, just I mean, do. Like if somebody get your sweaty self off me. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I don't mind like being in a mosh pit. I just don't like it when it's like, oh, I'm ramming into you, or I'm yeah. gonna put my hands on yeah. you when there's no need for that. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna bump into people. Like it happens, whatever. But if someone's being touchy, which you can kind of get away with, get it out of my because, way. You know, you're in a crowd, so it's a little yeah. easier to get away with sometimes. Then I'd be like, uh, I'm about to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> like, I've had people, I've actually had people smack my ass before, and I turn around and I look at them, and I'm like, you touch my ass again, I'm literally going to break your wrist. Oh, my gosh. And then gosh. they don't do it again. So it's like, if you if you just bump into me because we're in a crowd, that's totally fine. I'm going to be cool about it. But Connor, if you're being are, you touchy, the, are you in the mafia? No, I'm just having self-respect. I have self-respect. Women have to stand up for themselves. Well, yeah, I'm just, the way you're talking is you're like, <laughs> I'm going to send my uncle after you. You won't be able to escape us. You turn around, I'll break your kneecaps. <laughs> like, you better walk away. Yeah. So, uh, the same artist lineup is expected to perform. I think that'd be incredibly difficult, though, because you schedule a ton of these what artists. on tour? Exactly. For April, and they're free. And then it's like, oh, wait, can you also do it on, like, now? Can you do it in October? Um, well, I would assume that those dates would work if they reschedule it for that officially day and time. Yeah, if, they, if they've chosen that date, obviously they've gotten, they've so, talked to the artist beforehand to pick those hopefully, dates. Hopefully, unless they were just like, you're in a contract, <laughs> figure it out. God, oh, yeah, do you think that, yeah, do you think they, they would have to, like, oblige to any rescheduling per I contract? That's just, I don't know, I just kind of made that up but that's my theory i don't know if oh that could gosh, happen there you go that's, it could be a that could be a thing i have no idea it could like they obviously have to like do some sort of agreement to get paid yeah so they're not I mean, behind I the stages i don't know what their wads of cash I, I have no idea what their contracts look like but i would assume there'd be some sort of like something like, in there like if you agree to do it you have to do it but like, yeah well anyone who wants to go to coachella or is going to coachella good luck uh, we won't be there because we will be avoiding coronavirus. Of course, it's a bunch of young people, so it's probably not really that bad. But yeah, we'll be fine. Um, good luck to all of you Coachella goers. Cough, cough. <laughs> Dies. Just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so horrible. <laughs> you should take that out. No, I'm not going to take that out. That's no. hilarious. I'm leaving that in. Everyone, we're leaving it in. Anyway, so we're moving on to a little bit of uh, American Horror Story news. Um, season 10, which we still don't know the title yet. Um, Ryan Murphy. That's a big one, though. Yeah, the They've 10th go, season. I would and hope they, they were go renewed, above and beyond. Yeah, they were renewed through season 12 or 13, I think. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so FX loves them. So keep well, pumping it out, Ryan them, Murphy. So. Yeah, I love American Horror Story. We talked about that. Yeah. It's a little issue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, season 10, like I said, it's still untitled. But Ryan Murphy released a new visual on his Instagram account, it's, um, like this cliff and like these hands are crawling up. Zombies? So, um, I don't know. We, we actually know more details about it. It's shooting in Massachusetts, um, next month. It's set in like a quaint little beach town. Um, and there are supernatural elements. Wait, hang on. What if it's about, there was, this is based, I think it's based on a real thing where there was this like a little island and everybody in the island just like disappeared one day and nobody knows why. Oh. And that reminds me of that. I'd have to... Oh my gosh, hang on. Let me look it up. But it's like a real thing that happened. Really? Um, I never heard about that. But um, anyway, so yeah, look that up. But um, some of the new details um, are that uh, primary shooting will take place in graveyards, 
Roanoke Dunes. Island. Oh, they did a season on Roanoke. Oh, they did? Season six. It was called Roanoke. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> it, was about, it was about the two main characters that um, bought a house on the Roanoke tribe land, and every night they would be attacked by, like, these spirits. Oh, well, I guess they've already season. done that idea, so... Well, so, see, guess so uncultured. Wrong. So uncultured. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, primary shooting is to take place in graveyards and dunes and in a small beach community, and it's supposed to feature supernatural elements. That sounds like zombies. Graveyards and dooms and supernatural elements? That's literally zombies. Well, it doesn't... Maybe it's not... It could be zombies. You never know. Well, American Horror Story <laughs> Season 10... All Stephen King's books happen oh, in Maine. I love Stephen King's books. Same. Misery. You know Misery, oh, that's right? my favorite one. But... That's my first book I've ever read fully. I just read it like two weeks ago. Aside from like the books in school, like where I have to read, it's I don't so read ever. Good. The movie's not. I love the movie. Kathy Bates. I love. I love the movie too, but the book is so much better. But... It, yeah, it, it. The movie definitely leaves a lot out. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surprised you haven't finished a book until like two weeks ago. I don't read. I don't like to read. I like TV. Well, you should read more Stephen King because he's I fantastic. Want to. I want. Also, to. I recommend H.P. Lovecraft. I'm reading What's him. What's that? He, uh, oh, he's an it's author. A who. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> no, he, uh, he, have you ever heard of Cthulhu? No, what is that? So Cthulhu's like this great monster that's supposed to like, it's like, uh, it's like God, but like evil. And he like will so bring the, the end of, but not the devil. It's like, <laughs> he's this unstoppable being that will like basically just destroy everything. And there's nothing we can do about it. Kind and of. And that's one of his stories. Yeah. So he came up okay. with the concept of Cthulhu and it's like, so supernatural like you can't even like... look at Cthulhu without like bursting into flames and dying because you're going insane. So he's got lots of short stories. Oh my gosh. He's got lots of short stories and they're really, really good. They're kind of more like spooky, like Stephen King. Well, so. I guess I need to get he's into great. reading then. I just don't read. I don't like to read. I get bored. I like horror. Yeah. See, I don't like think that, I'd so. want to read anything else but anything like scary or Oh, horror. also, Michael, Michael Creighton, I think is his name, the guy who wrote Jurassic Park. Oh, he, that was a book? Yeah, see, there's I'm... a book about it. I think there's two. Really? And he wrote this one. Oh my gosh, what's the name of it? But it was traumatizing. And it's about this like scientific discovery that they were trying to do where it's these little tiny cameras and they're so small they can literally fit in your bloodstream and so they were going to use them for Ew. doctors to try and like so if you have like any issue in your body then the cameras are small enough that they can oh, go in and see what's going I on in your body. that was an episode of Black Mirror on Netflix. Maybe. But they were gonna... no, no, I'm thinking of something different. Um, But yeah, so they would like go look into your like all of your organs or whatever so they could be like oh, well, now we That's see cool. what's wrong with you, whatever. It's super cool. Except that they were also kind of weaponizing them to be like you have them in hordes and then like people would like use them in the military and it's like terrifying but then they like had a mind of their own and like were like murdering people and it was like traumatized and there's literally nothing you can do to stop it and i read that book and i book reviews by lexi (laughs) it was horrible it was like i mean it was amazing as we discussed last week you are quite the nerd (laughs) yeah i I have never (laughs) been a nerd in my own mind in my mind i've never been a nerd um, You're nerdy about pop culture. Ex- there you go. You're That's a pop it. culture nerd. I everybody's a nerd for something. I basically have peaked this year. This is peak life. My worst that. lowest point was sixth grade. Middle school. I think everybody's lowest point is in well, middle school. Well, that's where everything that's changes. That's when I met you. I met you in sixth grade. No, we met in fifth grade. Well, we didn't become friends until sixth grade. Well, I knew you. Th- well, that's true. I knew you existed, but like I wasn't oh, friends with you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, American Horror Story Season 10 airs, or premieres, really, um, in fall this year uh, on FX. So I'll be watching, and we need to catch you up on all the seasons on Netflix we so do. you can watch. We're going to, we need to start watching them together so that yeah, I'm I love accountable. It. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So moving on, you want to take our next story? Yeah, It's a big sure. one. So, hmm, Harvey Weinstein. Love yeah. him. He's been sentenced to 23 years in prison uh, for his crimes, which honestly I think is not enough. 
Well, the maximum is 25. Well, that is life for him. How old is he? He's basically going to be there for the rest of his life. Is the max really 25? Yeah. That's so... 25 years? That's that's longer. 25 years is such a long time. Yeah, but for what you've done to people that will literally last their entire life, which is more than 25 years, the trauma and the damage to their body I would say murder is higher. Oh, I would... Well, actually, I would argue that... um, what he did, sexual assault, I would argue that's far worse. Because yeah, I, I can at least with yeah. it, like, I mean, some people, some people, yeah, some people would really rather be dead than yeah, have to go yeah, through I that. I can see how you, yeah. So that's where I feel like it's worse because, like, with murder, like, you're taking somebody's life, which is awful. But with sexual assault, you're removing Damaging somebody's them. ability to live their life freely in True. the way to their fullest capacity and their fullest potential. Maybe not forever, but at least for a good portion of yeah. it, which I think is completely unfair. It's true. Yeah, it's selfish because you're taking their life. Like, there's away, absolutely almost. no reason why that would ever need to happen. Yeah, and I, I just feel like he was such a prominent person in Hollywood. I mean, he was a screenwriter, producer, director. Like, he had these high up places, and he probably had a big, amazing house in the Hollywood Hills, and a ton of money. And he used his status basically to just pressure, yeah, women into doing things that they didn't want to do either. To get fame or to keep him from ruining their fame. I don't, I I just don't get it. Like, you have this abundant, privileged life. You have all these contacts. You, you work in, like, probably one of the coolest jobs in the entertainment industry of being in charge of films and, and being creative. And you throw it all away. But some people just really get off to having that kind of power over other people and exploiting it. That's the thing is some people find enjoyment out of taking advantage of people which is really disgusting and sad well enjoy your jail cell harvey yeah, i hope it's real fun for you and by fun i mean i mean not he probably has like this really comfortable like memory foam king bed at home and now he's gonna be on like a metal slab and he's old i think it's well deserving yeah and i i think he's really old anyway so basically 23 years is a life sentence I hope he dies in prison. You don't hope anyone dies. I hope he dies I, in prison. I hoped Charles Manson would die for a long time, and he did. So um, everyone dies eventually. But did I just you know hope that Charles Manson dies in prison? Attacked one of the nurses in the prison hospital when they were trying to save his life before he died. I'm not surprised. He literally, like, to his last day, was a psychopath. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh, and I heard that he would make like little voodoo dolls in his cell, like thinking they were people, and like he would try and hurt them. And he got like really occulty and was trying to do witchcraft. He insane. Yeah, some some people are just kind of out there. We need like a serial killer like true crime episode. That'd be fun. There's so many of those out there though. Yeah, but it would be our take. We'll, we can do. You know we can do it. We'll plan it. We'll figure we'll it. Do, we'll, we'll put a pin it. in it. No promises. We'll put a pin in it. So I, think I would it's love time, to do one of those. It's but. time for a reality check. Yeah. It's time for our weekly reality check, reality TV news roundup. Uh, we're gonna start with Jersey. Um, which last week was part one of the reunion. Of course, you didn't watch it. I did. Um, was it insane? Well, not... Well, yeah, but not yet because Danielle hasn't come out yet. She doesn't... And this week is part two. I don't know when she comes out, but there's like backstage drama with her. But um, mostly part one was Jennifer fighting with Margaret. Um, she called Melissa self-absorbed and told her that she would be too self- self-absorbed to have another child because she's so like self-egotistical. like um, and a lot of people are actually calling Melissa out for a fake storyline. Um, she Her storyline this season was, oh, maybe we should have a, a third or a fourth child. Like, you know, her husband Joe, like maybe we should have another baby and, you know, we're getting older and let's freeze my eggs. And like she had this whole storyline about maybe like expanding her family. 
and fans kind of thought it was fake. Jennifer called it fake. So there was a lot of different heated arguments. Basically... It doesn't feel like a very strong storyline to me. It's not. I personally... Melissa has never been my favorite. I am ready for, like, someone else to fill her spot. Honestly. Nothing against Melissa. I think she's a nice person. Um, I, she's just not my favorite. I just don't think she's super interesting. Personally. That's my opinion. I wouldn't know. Because you don't, don't watch. No, but I, I wouldn't be very, like, intrigued by that storyline. It's like, not, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be like, you know, it's your family, it's your plan, you know, yeah. do whatever you want. So, you know, um, the end of it for me. <laughs> Jennifer kind of, she was stirring the pot. She was, like, fiery. Like, she was on it. Like, anyone, anyone said she came right back at it. She's, like, really good TV. And sometimes <laughs> she's like, a little, like, I don't want to say irritating. She's, she's very, um... You know what? What I really like about her, she's really opinionated, and she even admits, whatever comes to my head, I, I say it. And so that's can get you in trouble, mm-hmm. but in this case for her, very good entertainment. <laughs> um, and she brings a lot to the show. I really like her. She's one of the newbies. Um, but a lot of the drama was around her. And then this week is part two, which uh, we'll talk about next week. But our main story with Jersey is that OG cast member Caroline Manzo is, quote, very open to returning. So you, do you know Caroline? She has, um, she has the red short hair? Um, It's no. been a long time since you've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Caroline is one of my personal favorites. She's, wait, she's think, really wait, rational. No, 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 no. I know exactly who you're talking about. Caroline Manzo. <clears throat> yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Caroline. Yeah, so yeah. she's very open to coming back. That'd be uh, cool. She actually was asked back last season as a friend. Or this season, she was asked back as a friend, and she declined because she said, "You know, I'm an OG cast member. If you want me back, bring me back full time." So basically, I agree. Um, so an inside source is uh, told exclusively told Hollywood Life that she's very open to coming back, very interested if Bravo makes the right deal. If they approach her with a good salary, with a full time role, she'll come back. She doesn't have a problem well, cool. going face to face, head to head with Teresa. Um, You know, she's been gone. She left after season five. So the cast is pretty new to her, Mm -hmm. except for Teresa and Melissa. Um, She's friends with Dolores on the cast. Um, She doesn't, I don't think she knows Margaret or Jackie or Jennifer, the two new new girls. Um, But I would love to see Caroline come back. Yeah, I think that'd Um, be really fun. I think she's really the only true opponent to Teresa. Like, her and Teresa, like, their beef is like none other in Jersey history. Well, yeah, it's, I think they could pretty much go toe to toe. I think that would be yeah. great. Well, but also though, I think they've both grown as people. So True. who knows if that beat oh, would even? Oh yeah, it's still on. Remember, did, did I tell you that um, <clears throat> Teresa accused Caroline of snitching to the feds about her tax and wire fraud, and that's why she and Joe went to prison? Was oh. ca- because Caroline, um, she snitched. I, I mean, come on. But I mean, you know, you're committing. I a crime. I don't think so. Yeah. Um. But so they actually reunited on the set of a Super Bowl commercial. Um. I guess they kept it cordial. Um. They didn't really talk a whole lot, but they agreed it's time to move on. There was no drama on stage. Um. I think it's really possible that she'll be coming back. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be I, fun. I think that'd be fun too. So. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Real Housewives in New soon, Jersey. Car- yeah. Caroline? Yeah. Hope to see you soon, Caroline. Um, Jersey airs every Wednesday. It's kind of wrapping up, but it's been a good season. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I need to catch you up. Oh, there's so much TV you have to catch up on. There's so much. There's I'm so much. I'm just over here reading my HP Lovecraft. Yeah, God. <laughs> so, uh, moving to, from Jersey to OC, um, Vicky Gunvalson recently launched her new podcast, Whoop It Up With Vicky, which I listened to. Um, oh, is it good? Oh my gosh. I love it. 
I need to listen to it. You need to listen to it. I probably um, love it, so. So basically, she's spilling all, of, like, the behind-the-scenes tea of what went on. And she was on the show for 14 years, so if anyone knows any inside <laughs> scoop. Yeah. 14 so, years of drama. Ooh. Yeah, so basically, um, she accused the producers of manipulating storylines, like, like plotting storylines. Uh, she said that, I think, during season seven or eight, she accidentally walked into a back office of the production company and saw that all the women had their own storyboards and all the producers were working on their storyboards, like connecting different things. Like, like haven't you ever seen those big boards, like with string and like, (laughs) and they're trying to solve a murder. Yeah, exactly. They had those for every woman. And one of the producers like rushed her out of the office and said, you can't ever speak about this. No one can know about it. Well, we all know reality TV is mostly fake. Well, I feel like with housewives, it's pretty, I, I feel like it's organic because it's really... I think it's set up and edited, of, of course, but I think it's really who like these people are. I think um, they... They definitely set things up. it and set up a lot of it. I don't think... Mo- I think that I would... I, if I'm being generous, I would say it's probably like 60-40, where it's like 60% real, 40% fake. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, she also said that uh, you have to when you sit down with people on the show, like when you go to lunch with somebody or other people come to your house, or you schedule that through production. And mm-hmm. sometimes production will come to you and say, "Hey, you know, this week can you go to lunch with Tamara, or can you go to lunch with Kelly?" Or, and they'll like kind of set things up for you. Or um, I think she also talked about her feud with Bronwyn, which is she's the newbie of the cast. Um, and actually, she said it roots. From the producers actually telling Bronwyn that she needed to be mad with Vicky and she she shouldn't like Vicky because of Vicky's issues with Kelly, which Bronwyn and Kelly are friends. Of course, Vicky and Kelly um, have feuded in recent years. And so Vicky says she's never liked Bronwyn because Bronwyn, I guess, went along with producers and didn't like Vicky from the get go. Because but if Bronwyn's new, then she's not going to go against what the producers are telling her. True, I that's true. So but if they're saying, "Hey, newbie, you need to dislike this person." You're going to be like, "Okay." I that's true. I I will say that. Um, if you're getting an opportunity to like that, you're not going to be like, "Well, maybe I'm going to give yeah, her a chance." Yeah. So you're going to be like, "No, okay, I'm going to make drama." Yeah, she uh, Vicky also <laughs> spilled a lot of tea on the season fourteen reunion, which was crazy. She had a what people think are is an on screen meltdown. So mm. basically, well, everyone gets there at like six or seven in the morning and films to like ten at night. That's God, what she that's said. So long. Um, and so she said that um, she got there at like six a.m. with everyone else, hair and makeup done. And sat there for six hours while everyone else filmed. And they didn't bring her on till 1 p.m. And so she kept, like, backstage, like, oh, my gosh, maybe I should just go home. They're disrespecting me because the producers kept coming back saying, you'll be on in a minute. We'll bring you on in a second. Um, You're going to be on 80% of this reunion. You'll have the most cam, like, you'll have great camera time. You know, once you come on, you'll be in through the end. And so they kind of kept, like, sweet talking her and saying, you'll just be on in a second. Mm -hmm. And she literally sat there, hair and makeup done, waiting for six hours. And she's the OG. So she felt super disrespected, understandably. Yeah, 100%. Um, but uh, once they brought her on stage, um, she says that Andy really grilled her, like, from the get-go. Like, asked her really tough questions. And uh, she just was really, like, over-emotional that day because she was mad because she had to wait all that time. And then she comes on stage. And, of course, you expect the tough questions. But um, I guess... Uh, it was just a lot. Yeah, it was a lot for her. And uh, once some of her shots were done and scenes and uh, arguments and questions and all that kind of wrapped up, they said, all right, you, you can go now. 
and you know your car's waiting and everyone kind of looked and said what you know your car's waiting and Vicky's like what do you mean my car's waiting and they said yeah you're you're done and she was super mad because they had told her once you come on you know we respect you as the OG of the OC you'll be on to the end and now here the producers come saying your car's here so and there was she, someone filming they were doing yeah the oh, girls kept wow. filming and they had her leave early and oh so really what made me sad is she said that after every reunion even you know through all the drama that happens the whole cast goes out to dinner however late it is they go get drinks yeah. and they cheers to a season and they went they all went out to dinner without her because they wrapped filming later and she says that for the first time in RHOC history she went out to dinner after a reunion alone with her fiance and she felt really left out. I know. Isn't that heartbreaking? That's so heartbreaking. Like, it's her... You know what? Whatever anyone says, it's it's kind of her show. Yeah. It's obviously a team effort, but she's like... She's, she's the OG of the OC. Part of it. And they couldn't have kept her on to the end and then included her in the dinner. But anyway, so uh, Vicky and Tamara are filming their own show. Vicky actually confirmed it. She didn't confirm that Tamara would be on it with her, but she hinted, obviously. We know because mm-hmm. we saw them filming. Um, but she actually confirmed that it is a Bravo show because originally oh. when the inside sources came out saying they're filming, they inside sources said that it wasn't housewives related or Bravo related. Um, but she actually said in a kind of a moment where she was like, you know, why am I not coming back, you know, full time? Because for next season, season 15, they called her up and said, you know, are you sure you wouldn't take another friend role? And she said, no, unless you offer me full time, I'm out. So that's why she's not coming back this season because they offered her a friend role. Um, But she said she called Andy and was like, you know, why was I fired? Like, what did I do? Like, why are you not bringing me back? And and he said, you know what? It's okay. Things are coming for you. We have another show we want you to do. It's going to be great. We just need to shake things up. So I'm excited. So it's a Bravo show, which is good because it's it's all in the house. It's all in the family. Um, I'll watch it. I'm excited about it. I think it'll be great. I'm looking forward to that for her. But uh, we're moving from OC to Beverly Hills. And we actually have some inside scoop about the new season when it premieres. Uh, The Bravo TV app um, accidentally leaked that the premiere date will be April 15th. Oh, wow. That's like right around the corner. Yeah. And actually, Brandi Glanville, who's a reduced friend role for the season, uh, confirmed on her Instagram story that we will be getting the trailer for next season uh, in about a week. So it's coming. Well, cool. I'm excited. Um, This season's going to be really good. Um, I, I... you have to watch because Brandy's coming back and we love Brandy. Yes. Do you like Brandy? Ye- Say yes. Yes, yes. Then we'll be watching. Then we'll be watching. So uh, April 15th, that's in about like a month or so. So that's yeah, great. Pretty much just a month. So I think that kind of wraps up our reality TV roundup. So uh, we're on to music news. Yeah, we're on to our TRM chart check. Woohoo. Okay, so for the Billboard Hot 100, not much has really changed. The Box is back at number one. Yeah, for a ninth week. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is pretty incredible. And it's not even that great of a song. Come on. I actually really like it. Really? I think it's incredible. Really? I actually really like it. Okay, then. Well, so then uh, number two, Life is Good by Future featuring Drake. Number three, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Number four, Circles Post Malone. Number five, Stupid Love by Lady yes, Gaga. Yes, it debuted at number five. Yeah, BTS actually, fell off the charts. Um, Yeah, BTS? Yeah, remember they were Oh, on, yeah, they, they were, were number they were four and number they four fell last off. last week, so they're not um, there anymore. And actually, Dua Lipa was number five, and she moved up to number three, which... She's, now, number, she's, she's at number five right now. No, Dua Lipa. Yeah, Dua Lipa. Oh, no, no, she's at number three. Never mind, I looked at the wrong thing. Okay, so... I was looking at Lady Gaga, Okay, yeah, so that's actually her highest peaking single ever. So she's... Congrats. Yeah, good for her. Dua Peep, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I still think Lady Gaga needs to go higher. I agree. I think think it'll... It'll 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 happen for her. Yeah. So yeah, Stupid Love by Lady Gaga is at number five. 
Roxanne's at number six. Blinding Lights for the Weekend moved up to number seven. Wow, good Which is them. cool. I really love that song. I'm not going to lie. Never heard it. Totally bop into it. And then eight, Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Nine, Memories, Maroon 5. Still in the top ten. I don't get it. It's just catchy. No, it's not catchy. Don't even well, go there. It's it's kind of catchy, but it's not It's, it's good. It's, <laughs> like, it's been in the top ten for a long time. Yeah. It's Are just you kidding not, me? It's, a, it's not... It's just not a I feel great like we song. talk about this every week. It's like, why is it still there? Yeah. And then number 10, Intentions by Justin Bieber. Yeah, that re entered the top 10. I think it'll be gone. Well, it, it uh, last week it left the top 10 and now it's back in the top yeah, 10. But it's I at number love... 10, so it's it's not. Um, it's whatever. Yeah. And then for the, the Billboard, 200 Billboard 200 albums, we've got a lot of new music yeah. coming out this week, a lot yeah. of rap. Yeah. See, hip hop dominates the charts, and I don't like it. I'm sorry. I think hip hop is a really like open honest look about how life is for a lot of people yeah and i respect it as an art form and i don't listen to a lot of it there's some that i really really like there's some that i don't but not because it's like this like that it's just not my i like it in like an arm like feature like i don't like a full rap song but like if it's a feature in like a pop song or an r&b song like then it's cool but i think like by itself like it's just not your. if there's no vocals there's no singing there's no like actual singing talent then it's like next yeah, but I think it takes, I think hip-hop and R&B, like rap, I feel like, not R&B, are like, you know, I think it's a, it's poetry kind of on crack, where it's like, it's <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's it's, true. It's just like, it's, it's art and art and it's beautiful and it should be really respected. I mean, some of it's, you know, less about trashy, hard things and trashy. it's a little more, I wouldn't say trashy. I would say that some of it is trashy. Maybe a little bit of it, but some As of, Siggy said in Jersey season eight, trashy, trashy, trashy. <laughs> Well, anyway, so uh, number one is My Turn by Lil Baby. And then that's new. Number two is Bad Bunnies. I don't know if this stands for something or not. I couldn't find an acronym for it, so I don't know why it is what it is, but it's Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G. It must stand for something, but I haven't... I don't like Bad Bunny. He's not my favorite. I don't really listen to him. Uh, BTS went down to number three. Uh, Map of the Soul, their new album. James Taylor is at number four with American Standard. Uh, number five, Roddy Rich has stayed the same with Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. Changes by Justin Bieber went down two spaces to number six. Uh, Gia Herbo, I think is how you say that. I've never listened to him before. Uh, is at number seven with PTSD. And then Five Finger Death Punch, which I didn't... Who is that? They're like a... Like a rock band? Yeah, they're they're kind of an... I think they're kind of an angry band. I don't really listen to them, but they're kind of okay. like a rock band, I believe, okay. if I remember correctly, uh, with their album F8. Is that number eight? Oh, so. right. Well, hey, good placing. Uh, and then Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding's down to number nine. I think it'll probably be... Post my, Malone? I don't what's think, going on with him? He's going through something. I don't know what's going on with him. All these fan videos are coming out. I think he's um, really emotional at the moment. People he's going think through he's on drugs. I don't think he's on drugs. I think he's uh, just girl, really going through it. Girl. There are some videos that, wait though, there are some videos of him like falling on stage and like making these weird movements and like weird things with his voice. And like, you can see like on the big screen, his eyes are like rolling up into his head. Like there is something wrong. Well, he might be drunk. Like wasted. Well, when I went to see him, he was definitely drunk, but like. Really? Oh yeah. I hate that. That's gross. Everybody that was on stage was drunk. (laughs) That's so gross. (laughs) But I mean, I. Like if you pay to see someone, they come on stage wasted. He did fantastic. It wasn't like he was trashy. Well, that's because he auto-tunes his mic. Uh. Yeah. No, no, no. Does he really? Yeah. In the video, Mm. I think we posted a video to our account, actually. Um, Some of his songs use kind of like that hip-hop auto-tune over it. Yeah, Um, but he's still an amazing vocalist. 
Yeah, I mean, like, he has to have some vocal talent to be where he is. He's a great musician and a great artist, especially because he doesn't even make, well, he doesn't even make the kind of music he that he enjoys. He doesn't make conventional. What? No, he does, actually doesn't even like the music that he makes, but he makes it because he knows it's going to make him famous. So he's what? talked about that before. Come on. But it's still really good music, because the thing is, is that the kind of stuff that he wants to make wouldn't take off. Like what? Like pop? No, he doesn't want to make pop. He's really likes, he's really into, like, rock. Then do rock music. Yeah, but you know what's big right now? You know, we talked about. Yeah, but that's so that's so like clickbait, like clout. Like I'm, yeah, I'm gonna respect like, it. I'm gonna push he's away. He's still a fantastic musician. I'm gonna push away like my artistic creativity and ability and well, like now make that something he's that's got, trendy. Well, no, because now that he's gotten bigger, now he can start to make music he okay, actually yeah, enjoys. That's true. So now that's where like he collaborated with Ozzy Osbourne, which was oh, okay. Take what you want from me. It was incredible to see live, uh, even though Ozzy wasn't there, which I was a little sad about, but also like, I didn't <laughs> expect him to be there. I was just like surprised. I was like, <gasps> but also I love that song. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so yeah, he's at number nine right now with Hollywood's bleeding, which I honestly, I think it'll still be there next week, but I don't yeah, think probably. it'll be there the week following. Yeah. It'll fall out soon. Yeah. The next three weeks I would, if it was there within the next three weeks, I'd be surprised. And then at number 10 is Still Flexin', Still Steppin' by Young Boy Never Broke Again at number 10, which went down eight spots. Ooh, that was a drop. Yeah. That was a drop. What a, dr- and, a drop. And uh, this week, actually, we celebrate Whitney Houston's, I should have mentioned this earlier, we are talking about Whitney, um, her debut album, uh, 34 years ago this week, hit number one on the Billboard 200. Wow. Her debut album. Isn't that crazy? That's 34 incredible. years ago. Wow. So long ago. Well, so long. We weren't even alive. I think that's everything cycling through the rumor mill this week. Yeah. Um, this has been like a event-filled episode. We've it had has. some funny <laughs> moments. And, uh, but you can follow us on Instagram at the.rumor.mill. You can follow us on Twitter at TRM Updates. You can follow us on YouTube at The Rumor Mill. And uh, definitely be sure, once you get into our Instagram, hit the link in our bio to find a lot of our posts and updates. You can find our podcast, uh, full episodes. Our store will be coming very soon of fun little merch and Bravo merch and um, fun things like that. And uh, you can listen to the full episodes of our podcast wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Breaker, Radio Public, everywhere. So uh, be sure to tune in next week. We'll actually have a special guest. Hopefully uh, next week, if not next week, then the week following. Yeah, Leanne Locken from yes. the Real Housewives of Dallas. Which I'm so excited about, I'm actually. I'm so excited. She will be joining us uh, via phone from Dallas. Um, I'm really excited to talk to her, actually. I think it'll yeah, be really, really We have fun. lots of fan questions, um, lots of exciting things to if ask. If you guys have things you want to ask, just please DM us with your questions yes. because we would love to have your guys' take on what you want yes. to know. We're going to get the tea on everything, what we can get out of her. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm um, excited, actually. Yes, we love Leanne. So uh, definitely be sure to check us out on all podcast platforms and uh, new episodes every Friday. So we'll see you next week. See you next week.